the opportunity to uh, to go to New York there, and we had a great trip. Uh, thank you to Megan. What a wonderful girl. She just loves the Lord, and it was really an honor and a privilege to serve with her. Uh, thank you as a church family for uh, supporting us and praying for us as we were we were down there. But I was going to wear a shirt here this morning, uh, the I Love New York shirt. The whole team got one, and uh, I bought it in Chinatown. And anyway, the day I spoke at the school, I ended up uh, getting it washed, and you know I tried to put it on, and it's now I'm an extra large, and it's now a small. But uh, you know you're in trouble when you purchase shirts in Chinatown for two for five bucks. So I got the whole team uh, a shirt and and some other folks, and we signed them all. So anyway, I knew I was in trouble. I slipped this thing on, and I was kind of like this, and it can fit Micah now. And uh, I knew I was in trouble, so I bought a I Love New York uh, hoodie. So anyway, the hoodie, I'm thinking, right on, I'm going to cover this this body up with a hoodie that said I Love New York. Well, that was washed as well. And it was up to about here, and the sleeves were up to here, so I just rolled it up and got Cindy to step on one end of it, and I grabbed the other end, and we started pulling on it make it a little bit bigger but uh, we got it stretched out and I think it looked not too bad but the students had a, a good laugh over that but anyway I'd like to pray first before we get started let's pray Heavenly Father Lord thank you for this morning thank you for the time that is yours Lord that we can glorify you Lord, we love you we praise your name we thank you for this morning and the trip that you uh, allowed us as a team to go on and Lord it was all for your glory and your honor in Jesus name uh, a verse that uh, we used as a team is in Romans chapter 10, verse 15, that says, And how shall they preach except they be sent, as it, is, as it is written? How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. And you know, that was kind of our theme verse, and uh, we had a great team. There were 17 of us that went down there, and... Uh, we worked with an unbelievable guy, an evangelist down there by the name of Jeff Mole. Uh, very faithful guy, 18 years. Uh, he was with the camp there, and he did inner-city evangelism. It was called the Genesis Project, and uh, he uh, is just a faithful guy, always on the streets. He doesn't care what people think and preaching the Word of God, giving out tracts on a daily basis. just loves the Lord. And uh, he felt uh, a calling from the Lord to leave the camp, and he did a church plant in uh, a place called Hunts Point, and it's right down in the Bronx. It's actually the worst part of New York City. It's got the most crime, prostitution, uh, drugs, you name it, it's all right there. So we, uh, we got pretty well set right in the middle of the, the thick of it. We were, we were in a very rugged place, uh, very bad place, and uh, we ministered down there. We gave out about uh, 5,000 gospel tracts, and we had the opportunity to uh, do, I'm going to just read off a list here, street evangelism, subway evangelism, door-to-door evangelism. We, uh, as a team, uh, we came up with the money to do bag lunches, and uh, we fed the homeless, and we went into homeless shelters, and uh, we seen the way these people live, we seen where they live, and we also had the opportunity to, uh, to minister to them. Uh, we worked with uh, inner-city kids, and uh, we worked with a lady <laughs> by the name of uh, Mama Tai. That was her handle. 
and uh, Megan could probably tell you a little bit about her as well. But it was it was quite funny because uh, she'd be ministering to the kids, and she'd say, "You listen now," and then, and then she'd go to you, and she'd go, "Hey, how's it going?" And then a kid would come up, and she'd be, hey, and then she'd turn back to us and go, "Hey, uh, things are great," you know. And it was just oh, it was, it was quite comical. We got a kick out of Mama Ty was her name. Uh, we preached in uh, different churches. We did skits in churches, and uh, we sang all over in different churches, on the streets, you name it, down in the subways. But we had the opportunity with so many musicians to uh, to really draw in crowds. So that was that was huge. I think we had like four or five guitars, and I think four or five singers, and it was just awesome because when we got together as you just seen in the clip, and thank you, Megan, for doing that. Uh, you could see the people coming around in that, and it was amazing because we, we drew in the crowds, and by doing so, they heard Christian music, and we had the opportunity to give out gospel tracts, so praise God for that. Uh, we also shared our testimonies in different churches, encouraged the saints, and, you know, I just got to uh, tip my hat to the students. And the reason why is uh, I love MBBI and I love working with the students there. And uh, we had the opportunity to really sit and pray and seek God in our financial uh, means and what we were going to do with our money. And, you know, the very first thing I said to them is, guys, we need to tithe right off the bat. We're going to give back to the Lord. And anyway, they said, okay, let's, uh, let's do that. So we had the opportunity right off the bat to give 10% to Jeff's church down in... Uh, Hunts Point and Jeff himself and then at the end of it we had excess money and I met with the leaders who was uh, Tammy Lane Stewart and as you've seen Kirk Ubik who's an evangelist as well and also uh, Mark Rupnow who's my brother-in-law there you guys know Mark and uh, we had excess money so we ended up pulling enough to to get home with and uh, we gave the rest to Jeff and his family so it was a huge blessing to him just to just to encourage him financially uh and then on the last days you've seen them singers up there uh it was a sister church of the brooklyn tab and they ended up getting a permit and we were coming off a train and we seen them singing so they were singing a song that was familiar to us and we started singing at the other end out loud as a team and we were working our way to them and uh, it just really encouraged their hearts that, that we got to minister with them. So the songs they were singing, we knew, and we were joining in. And I'm talking crowds. There was, there was a ton of people there. And they all heard uh, the gospel the same when we went to Grand Central Station. Uh, we got in a little bit of trouble there because we had the guitars out and we were singing and we didn't have a permit. So they told us to leave, but we were very gracious to the police officer and... and uh, told him that we we actually didn't know and we said uh, we're gonna go now and gave them some tracks and talked to them a little bit so it was good uh we uh the exposure trip we had the chance to uh to go and see pretty well all the good places i guess we didn't get on staten island ferry and we didn't get up to see uh ground zero because they had it closed off and it closed by the time we got there but we went up in the empire state building and uh we uh, got some nice pictures there, and we, we got to different uh, places like Grand, uh, Grand Central Station, Central Park, uh, all them places that people want to see when they're there. And also, during that time, it wasn't just a fun time. We also 
uh, sang in the subways. We gave out gospel tracts. We witnessed to people. And, you know, for me, uh, one thing that really sticks out in my mind is uh, bumped into a guy by the name of Marcus. And I sat and was talking to Marcus. And, and you know, with evangelism, you need to know uh, your, your Bible because uh, they ask a hundred questions. And, you know, uh, we got into the conversation. Well, you know, man just wrote the Bible. And it's not true, all this stuff. And, you know, that's often what you hear from people on the streets. And, you know, went to Second uh, Timothy, you know, uh, 3.16 and so on, and, and Isaiah 40, chapter 8. And just going through through Scripture just to let them know that, that it's God-breathed and, and you know, that, that it's true. And anyway, uh, next thing you know, it's always the same. I'm a good man. And uh, then you take them to uh, Isaiah 64, 6 and, and other portions of Scripture, and you show them that, you know, you're, you're, you're not a good man in the eyes of God. And he was divorced, and he had a little daughter, and she ended up uh, going with the mom and never seen him. He was ex-military. And uh, he was sitting there watching us the whole time, and, and the students were with me. And we uh, were giving out tracts and talking to people and just showing the love of Christ. And, you know, at the end when his bus came, he goes, this is what he said to me. He goes, you know, he goes, the bus is usually here now. And I said, yeah. I said, isn't that funny that it's an appointed time by God that I'm speaking to you today and giving you the gospel. And he goes, yeah. And next thing you know, 10 minutes went by. And he goes, the bus should have been here 10 minutes ago. And I said, isn't it funny that God gave us this appointed time? So anyway, uh, ended up giving him a gospel track, and at the end of it, he said, you know, he said, I can see your love for Christ in, in your team as well, and, and what a witness you guys are. And he said, you know, I believe, before, before uh, he left to get on his bus, he goes, I believe that you have it right. And you know, that spoke to me, because truly, we have the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have the best message in the world to give. And there's so many people dying and going to hell. And for, for me, it just pierces my heart because I have a family that's dying and going to hell. And if it wasn't for the witness that, that uh, my wife and I and our family have, uh, I would have never seen Mark and Rachel come to know Christ and, and, and be in Bible school serving and, and my mom getting saved and just so thankful for the opportunities that we had to witness and you know uh, when you know there's power in the word of God and you know that the gospel is the truth it it changes your life and it changes it in the way that you can present the gospel in your heart knowing that you are speaking words of life and you know for me that that just pierces my heart because uh, I finished up with this, this Marcus, this young guy. And I said, you know, Marcus, I said, this is the record that God has given to us eternal life. This life is in his son. He who has the son has life. He who has not the son of God has not life. I said, Marcus, you have no life. And he goes, I know I don't. And I said, Marcus, you need Jesus Christ. You need to be saved. You need to be born again. And he said, yeah, I know. And you know, I'm, I'm praying for him and I'm praying that... Uh, He's born again right now as I speak. I, I pray for that. You know, you ask a question, why short-term mission trips? Why do we go on mission trips? This is, it was my honor to, to, to uh, go on this one, and this, is, this was my seventh one. 
And I served with Keith in Texas, which was wonderful. Just loved Texas and loved the mission trip there. And uh, I was driving by New York City uh, two years ago, I guess. And I was looking out and I seen the city and I, I, I never said a word. I was just praying as I was driving by. And Cindy goes, Curtis, you need to go back there. And I said, I know. I said I was thinking the exact same thing at that moment. And you know, that was it. God laid it on my heart. I started praying for it. And it all came together. I went to Matt Little and asked him if I had the permission to take a team. And he said yes. And, and it just went from there and, and snowballed. And I had the opportunity to, uh, to take this team down and minister. And you know, uh, we, we heard of a couple people getting saved and, and, and all these tracks we gave out. And we're just absolutely th- thankful that God gave us this opportunity. And, you know, the answer I give to people about short-term mission trips is this, especially when it comes to our students. It stretches our students. It increases their faith and love for the Lord Jesus Christ. It gives them a love for missions and a burden for the lost. Why wouldn't we do mission trips? You know, and if you ever have an opportunity to do one, I would tell you absolutely take the take the opportunity and go on a mission trip because they're wonderful uh that's pretty well all i got to say this morning thank you for the time that you've given to me and uh i think uh super dave is next that's my handle for dave super dave so all right dave